Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Microsoft Innovative Educator Podcast, episode number two. My name is Jeff Bradbury. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for making TeacherCast your home for professional development. I am so thrilled to have you here with us today. There are so many things going on today in the world of Microsoft education. We just wrapped up an amazing event on September 24th called Hack the Classroom, a two-hour live streaming event where educators around the world learn how to become awesome and amazing using great products in their classrooms with their students. We had amazing keynote speakers. We had some amazing guests. And I had a great time sharing it with you guys live through our Twitter stream, Facebook Live, and all of our social media outlets. If you are out there watching us, we would love to hear from you and love to get some feedback on the show. There's, of course, several great ways that you can participate in this and all of the podcasts on the TeacherCast Educational Broadcasting Network. We can find all the information about this show by following us on Twitter at TeacherCast or at Microsoft underscore edu and at OneNote edu. You can, of course, find all the information on this podcasting series over at TeacherCast.net slash MIE Spotlight, and you can subscribe to this audio and video series over at TeacherCast.net slash MIE Audio and TeacherCast.net slash MIE Video. And as I said, we would love to hear from you. You can always email me at feedback at TeacherCast.net, and we would love to feature you and your thoughts and opinions on this very podcast. Leave me a voice message over at TeacherCast.net net slash voicemail we would love to hear from you Today, we have a fantastic show for you. Today, we're going to be talking all about Microsoft Sway and how it's being used K-12 in one particular school district, not only used as a teaching tool, but a performance tool that's helping students create theses to help them get into college. A little bit more about that later, but first, I want to talk about our next big event happening and sponsored by Microsoft Education. It is the Skype-a-thon. Skype is an amazing free tool that helps connect classrooms worldwide through the amazing video conference services. Last year, Microsoft hosted their annual Skype-a-thon, and it was amazing. They had over a million miles of Skype conversations going on, and it was absolutely a fantastic experience for all. Our next Skype-a-thon is going to be happening this month in October, and we're going to have all of the details right here on TeacherCast. Oh, and you can find information for that over at teachercast.net slash M-I-E spotlight, and you can, of course, look for this episode two. My guest today is David Harcrow, an amazing educator who recently wrote a blog post for Microsoft Education all about the great things he's doing with Sway in his students. Let me bring him on today. David, welcome to the show. Welcome to the MIE Spotlight Series. Thank you, Jeff. It's a pleasure to be here. Tell me a little bit about yourself. Well, I'm an educator. Uh, I taught 10 years of elementary school at Darrington Elementary. And I am currently, and have for nine years, been the academic technology coordinator at King Schools in Shoreline, Washington. And tell us a little bit about some of the stuff that you guys are doing there. I understand that you guys are running Office 365 in, is it school-wide at this point? We are school-wide with Office 365. Uh, it is mandatory for all of our high school students to use Office 365 this year. Uh, we have several students uh, in the elementary as well that are getting signed up for their accounts as we continue to push that down all the way down to the kindergarten, kindergarten level. Now, tell us a little bit about the decision to move into an O365 system, especially when it comes to a full district rollout of it. Well, uh, long ago when Office 365 was live at EDU, 
uh, we are trying to judge between using that and Gmail. And I had initially sent out uh, a questionnaire to uh, get information from Google and information from Microsoft. And immediately I received feedback from a gentleman by the name of Johnny Chambers with Live at EDU. And he very quickly came on campus, got us set up, rolled it out. And I thought, wow, this is amazing that we have such great support. This is what we want to go with. Now, I know that a lot of school districts out there are trying to make these decisions of where to go with their, you know, organizational solutions, if you will. Tell us a little bit about how you have your school district set up. Does every school, does every student in every school building have email addresses, have access to, receive email? Tell us a little bit about how you set up with, uh, with all of your students, K-12. Currently, all uh, students, grades 6 through 12, have an Office 365 account. Uh, we have even used that to sync to our uh, active sync here at our school and use that as means of students to access uh, internet access here on campus to be able to log in to uh, our Surface devices that we have. Um, so we currently have every student grade 6 through 12, and then we continue to push it down a grade level into the elementary uh, as we continue further using this. Now, I noticed that you said that you guys are using Surface tablets in the upper grades. Um, tell us a little bit about the decision to go with the Surface tablet, and what advantages do you see the Surface tablet have in your school district? Well, the biggest advantage for us using the Surface tablet is that our IT department can push images out or configure those uh, devices pretty easily. They're very fast. Um, they're very quick. They've got great battery life. And one of the biggest draws to us was the ability to have a stylus and the more we learn about apps and programs like OneNote, uh, we see the valuable resource a, a stylus brings to being able to basically do everything you can on paper, but keep it organized, keep it digital. And it just gives us an added component uh, that you don't normally have with a regular tablet or laptop. I bet by using the Surface tablet in these upper grades, you can do some pretty amazing projects. Could you tell us anything about some of the great work that your students are doing? Well, the great work that our students are doing uh, includes anything from using Microsoft Sway to present their uh, senior theses to uh, uh, teachers using uh, Microsoft Classroom to go completely paperless. Um, it, it is really... Uh, opened up a lot of doors for us to be able to utilize uh, video editing tools, screen recording capability, uh, Minecraft, uh, SketchUp, uh, oftentimes programs that will run on some devices but not others. And what we found that we really enjoy with the Microsoft Surface is that it runs everything. There really are no workarounds. There really isn't a time where we say, well, this isn't something that we can run. We're going to have to substitute it with something else. So the ability for us to just run any type of program is what's been the most important to us. I'm sorry. Can you say that again? You're using the Sway to create college-ready material. Am I picking that up right? Well, our seniors used Sway to present their senior thesis this last school year. And so that was their uh, choice for presentation over uh, any of the other options that were available. That's pretty impressive. Now, recently you guys um, presented a, a blog post that Microsoft Education ran called King's School's Journey with Sway. Could you tell us a little bit about that article and, uh, you know, tell us a little bit about the start of this movement? Um, and I'm really interested in learning a little bit more about these theses. 
Well, uh, it was really nice to be able to have the folks from Sway come on and just talk to us about the program. Um, it's one of those things where I just happened upon it by accident one night looking at some YouTube videos on some Microsoft products coming out. And I saw the, the Sway video that was out and all of the different features and functions that were available. And I thought that is really a, a cool dynamic way for students to present. I really liked the aspect of Sway that involved less time on design and more time just focusing on content. Uh, I'm not a design person myself. And so what really helps me is, yes, I can get the content together and I can really find material to drive home something that I'm trying to teach or present, but I'm not quite so good at putting a, a background or a design that makes sense. And so this program was really nice because it's for those people that want to spend more time on the content itself and less time trying to deal with templates, deal with fonts, deal with color schemes in the back. Uh, but more focus is on the actual learning and the presentation. And are you finding that it's easy for your students to pick up and use right away? Oh, certainly. In fact, uh, we've shown it to third grade classes before, where by the end of the class, they were actually sharing and collaborating on the same sway themselves. They were using stacks, which are uh, a, a, it's a feature that's built into sway that allows you to just pass through pictures one at a time as part of an active tile. Um, students were learning as low as third grade how to utilize those tools and features. And sadly, a lot of times they pick it up faster than adults. And so when we were teaching it to the younger kids, especially the third graders, they did a, a magnificent job learning it. I, I love that. And I, I want to pick up on that right there. The students are helping to teach the adults. And, yes. and it really does bring that whole professional development full circle where it's okay to say that if the room is the smartest person, let the students lead the conversations. Why yes. has that been successful for you guys? Well, a lot of times it's great to just uh, throw some of the new concepts to these students and let them run with it. Uh, we live in a digital age now where you're in control of your own learning. And if there's something that you don't know, uh, there are many multiple ways to find out how to do it. And so a lot of times as educators now, it helps us to be the guide, but we leave it pretty open-ended for these students to really run with some of these new concepts and learn for themselves. The sky's the limit to how much they can learn about a lot of these uh, different tools. And Sway's exactly one of those as well. Uh, Sway has a great tutorial section for those that want to just get going right away. You click and look at a couple training videos and you're off and running. And that really works well for the students these days. I know my first uh, use cases with Sway was actually on my mobile phone. And I, I couldn't believe how easy it was to bring in pictures, take pictures, create something amazing. And it was all right. There. I think I did it at ISTE last year. All done on Sway. All there right there on the, on the, the vendor floor. It's pretty amazing. And, you know especially with the things that students are doing this year, and I want to kind of circle this back into college and career readiness. When sure. we're looking at creating amazing lessons with our students, it's not teaching sway. It's teaching the content. Sway just happens to be the vehicle that you can bring in your PowerPoints and your audio and your video and your, you know, it's just the container for knowledge is how I present it to my staff members. Tell Absolutely. us a little bit about, how you encourage your teachers to not just teach with the application, but to teach with the experience and most importantly, I think, curriculum first. It's really important for teachers to not have to spend a lot of time teaching some of these apps and some of these programs that are out there for a lot of reasons. Uh, 
I think students today do a much better job of picking up uh, just the ins and outs and using some of these apps when they explore with it and experiment with it on their own. Uh, when you couple that with the teacher having to spend less time training them how to utilize these tools but can focus more on content, then the, the, the students are definitely able to pick and choose the ways that they would like to use it. I know um, in one of, our, one of our business classes, the teacher gave them an option to screen record their sway and present it to the class. And we had many students that were very successfully utilized the screen recording program uh, in addition to the sway that they had presented. And especially students that were very nervous and shy in front of getting up in front of groups, they created a screen recording of the sway uh, and then just walked up and hit play. And it was a beautiful presentation. Um, everything was there and they learned the content and that's all part of the whole process. So, David, obviously your teachers have a great program there using the Surface tablets, using Office 365, and it always comes up with the question of where are you finding these great answers? Where are you finding these great solutions? How do you find out how to push your school district forward? And that kind of leads us back into the MIE program. How long have you been a Microsoft Innovative Educator, and what does the program mean to you? I've been a Microsoft Innovative Educator for, for really only about eight months when the program was, uh, I, I think, still in its uh, beginning stages. Uh, one of the things I really like about the program is the ability for teachers to have a wealth of knowledge at their fingertips, uh, the ability to uh, go through and pick and choose some of the different apps and programs that they would like to use and do some of the learning on their own time. It's, it's you know, we live in an age where Time is of the essence, and when people can get uh, five minutes of training here, 10 minutes of training there, especially on apps and programs that they would like to use, it's extremely beneficial. I know one of our biggest challenges, and mine in particular being a teacher trainer, is to find time for that professional development. And for us, uh, we went ahead and made it a, a clock hour uh, scenario where teachers can receive clock hours for actually becoming an MIE uh, I think it's a 30-hour program, uh, or yeah, it's a 30-hour program where they can pick up essentially continuing ed credits or clock hours, they call them, to do Microsoft Innovative Educator training. Well, what do you think makes the MIE program so special that other teachers would want to join when the application process comes back up? Well, a lot of it has to do with just uh, the, the amount of content that's available. And I continue to see that there's always, with some of the new apps that come out um, or some of the new uh, programs that are developing, there's so much material that's there that teachers have the ability to access that at any time. Um, it's, it's, it's really hard sometimes to just go out and try to find the right videos or the right websites that show content of what you're trying to learn. But the MIE website is extremely organized by topic and by program and it's easy to point teachers to uh, a, a direction and a, a following which they would like to uh, to learn about talking today to david harcrow and the academic technology coordinator at king's schools all about his school and how he's implementing office 365 and surface tablets david thank you so much for joining us today before i let you go i have a few more questions here for you and, and these are the two questions that i am asking everybody that comes on the podcast and, and I want you to think about these before answering them. But the first question here is, tell me why your kids 
are awesome. Well, our, our kids certainly are awesome. Uh, they're such a joy to work with. And we have so many different uh, students from so many different backgrounds. And they all bring this new generation of inquiry. And they all have just this, it almost seems like innate knowledge of just technology in general. It's such a part of their lives. And when you, uh, when you start to teach them some of these concepts, there's no fear. And they are very bold and very excited, and they respond really well to the, the environment where, you know, technology is the means of supplementing your education. And when we give them opportunities, we try so hard to just make it open-ended, and they fly with it. Uh, we, we don't put constraints on them. We give them opportunity to take, uh, you know, take different concepts and different skills and they go on their own and they try to, uh, you know, uh, utilize whatever uh, uh, abilities they have to uh, ex- you know, extend their learning or to show their learning. And, and that is a beautiful story. I, I, I love asking teachers why their kids are awesome, because as you did, the first thing that you did, you smiled. And, it, and it's, it's always awesome working with awesome teachers to share how awesome their kids are awesomely of course now here's the second question for you and i think this one's a little bit harder than the first question but could you tell us about your best teachable moment that you've ever had with another colleague or even better with a student wow you know um i'm a father and oftentimes uh you know being an academic technology coordinator i I tend to not spend as much time training my own kids uh, to use this type of technology. And uh, one, of the, one of the most interesting moments that I had uh, encountered was the, the, the teacher of, of my daughter, uh, and they, they had mentioned some type of presentation that she had done, and she had utilized some aspect of PowerPoint that I had no clue that she even knew how to use. And she had signed up for it. She had utilized it. I believe it was Office Mix. And, um, you know, it was, it was just so cool to see that she uh, wanted to uh, basically teach it to the class in a certain way, went out and investigated it, found out how to do it, learned about it, probably watched some YouTube videos about it. And without even asking me, she just went ahead and made it. And, and sometimes I think as educators, when you can get students that become in charge of their own learning and they know how to go out and to search and to investigate uh, how to solve a problem, uh, that is more valuable, in my opinion, than for them to be able to regurgitate answers or to write the perfect paper. But for that broader level skill and ability for them to go out on their own and to learn something new without having you hold their hand, I think just speaks volumes. And I think with that, we just found the quote for the podcasting t-shirt. That was awesome. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> um, David, where can we get a hold of you? What, what's, your, what's your Twitter? What's your handle? How do we, how do we get a, in touch with you? Well, I'm twitter.com slash harkyii. Um, I'm easy to connect with there. My email is uh, archaic. Email is archaic these days, but uh, I'm dharkrow at krista.net. Uh, but then I'm also dharkrow at kingschools.org. 
David, before I let you go, one last question. I know some people that are going to be listening to this show might be thinking about either making the switch with their school districts over to O365, or perhaps they're a teacher in a district and they're in an O365 environment. What advice do you have for getting started with this? How, 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 you know, right now we're still in the beginning of our school year. A teacher might be looking around going, all right, I've used Word, I've used PowerPoint, I don't know what this sway thing is. Wait, he just mentioned Office something else, Mix, what is that? What advice do you give people on how to start and where can they go for information if they need help? Well, I always recommend that if you are trying to learn about some of these tools that are out there, reach out to some of the other schools and the other uh, organizations that are already using them. Because that's been a a lifesaver for us when we've looked at the Microsoft Surfaces and we've looked at Office 365, is we've had some really good uh, model schools that we've reached out to that have gone through the pains and the struggles of, you know, rolling new programs out. They've piloted things. Um, you know, it's really important to just connect with somebody and the educator community that's out there is really, they're always helpful and very willing to help others that are trying to take on some of these new programs. And, you know, our school in particular, you could reach out to us as well. I'm very open to um, some of the things that we're doing and, and, and what's been successful and has been best practices for us, um, more than willing to share. So I would say the biggest thing is to find schools in your area that are utilizing these tools already and lean on them and get their experience and their expertise. And oftentimes that's one of the quickest and easiest ways to get connected and to just get the information that you need to you know, move forward. If your school district is looking to move into an O365 environment or already has moved into an O365 environment, definitely check out David. He's doing some amazing things with his school district. David, one last time, uh, where can we go to find out more information about the great work that you guys are doing? Well, if you want to contact me directly, I'm more than happy to to speak with you. Uh, My phone number is 206-948. 2672. I'm at King Schools in Shoreline, Washington. I'm always happy to have visitors uh, come and see some of the things that we're doing. Uh, We've done it uh, several times, and we're happy to walk people through, talk about our program, talk about what's been working, what hasn't. Um, And then I can also be reached via email at dharkrow at kingschools.org. David, thank you so much for joining us today. And if you're out there interested in being an MIE expert, we would love to have you join us for an amazing professional development experience. There's, of course, several great ways that you can reach out and be a part of this and all of the podcasts on the TeacherCast Educational Broadcasting Network. You can find out more information about this show by following us on Twitter at TeacherCast and at Microsoft underscore EDU and at OneNote EDU. You can, of course, find all the archives to this show over at TeacherCast.net slash M-I-E Spotlight, and we would really appreciate it if you went over to iTunes and YouTube and subscribed to our channels, both audio and video, at TeacherCast.net slash M-I-E Audio and TeacherCast.net slash M-I-E Video. If you are an M-I-E, we would love to hear your thoughts, and if you're interested in becoming an M-I-E, we would love to get your feedback. Please email me at feedback at teachercast.net. We would certainly love to hear from you. On behalf of everybody here at Microsoft Education and the TeacherCast Educational Broadcasting Network, my name is Jeff Bradbury saying keep up the great work in your classrooms and continue sharing your passions with your students.